Okay, now we're the last line of defense. And really, the comedians are the last uh, the voice of truth in this whole thing. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! Uh, speaking of Rick Dees, speaking of uh, top 40 countdown guy, Rick Dees, I was going to give him a call because I have a little uh, Caesar Milan dog whisperer bit that I never knew that Caesar was a huge fan of Rick Dees in the morning here in Los Angeles. But then, as I'm producing the show today... Because Lori Downey Jr., obviously not with us. Galley Batten. Hence, Avoiding. hence the... Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Everybody <laughs> Dancing. <laughs> Legs akimbo. Oh, prancing. Prancing. She's not prancing. Yeah. So she's not here. And yeah. because she's not here, <laughs> this is tough enough to try to perform this radio show, producing it, hitting the buttons... And I'm also the director of the video version on YouTube at Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. So I'm not going to attempt to call these. Oh, no. Sad face. (laughs) (laughs) But I do have some D's. Hold on. Some D's. Hold on. Let me find this. Hey, funny line there, Matt. (laughs) Stupid son. See, that's not the nice guy, right? No. That's not the guy. I remember that when, you know, that drop you played before, you know, coming what? in, all the celebrities talking. Yeah. This is Rick D. He goes, if you're going to have that, have me do it. Why are you having no, somebody no, in print? It's so funny because, because Rick, Rick and I, how many years have we known each other and worked together? Yeah. What, 34 years or something? And you had Brian Whitman do it. I don't, I, I don't even understand it. So Brian Whitman, who's been out of a gig for a while now. Oh, boy. A talented guy, man. He is very good. Incredible impressionist, but I have him do it. Yet (laughs) all of these things I'm about to play for you are D's because he sends me things and we talk every other week. But yet on the intro to this show, (laughs) that that sounds like Rick D's is not. Matt, how come you should have me do it? No, he he said, you know what? Why why would you have an, an impression of me when I can just do it for you? And so I never took him up on it. Uh, but uh, yeah. Rick, how are you, bud? I am Matt. Hi, Alexandra. <laughs> so he's saying, he's saying, uh, you know, he's saying that to my daughter. Hi, Alexandra. But I don't know if I wonder if he'd mind if I. Now, nah, you know, I, it'll probably get back to him, and then I'll say, you know, Matt, um, uh, you know, I, it really wasn't your business to play that. So, suffice enough that I will play this when he used to leave. Remember the days of answering machines? Oh, boy. Boy, that's, boy, that's, that's old school, ain't it? I still got a That's old G. Old G. I still don't know what that stands for. Original gangster. Well, gangsta. That's, well, that's just so ridiculous. Gangsta. It's so ridiculous. So ridiculous that we call it OG. You know, you know who was like on the positive tip of all the the hip new words was the guy that used to sit there where Dave tattooed Dave, and I'm glad he's back. Howard. No. After Howard, the guy that I probably should have have let stay away from the show forever. 
Ralph Odierna. No. Oh. <laughs> because because I, I have a pretty good barometer of people. And, you know, he screwed me once. I made no bones about that yes. years ago. Yeah, I remember. And so I, yeah, I exiled him from Outlaw Radio. And then, you know, he kept bugging, man, I want to come back, I want to come back. Finally, years later, I allow him to come back. And I think I was right with my first notion. You well, know why? I, because he hasn't. Because he. Yeah, I just th- I I I think that I was correct about him being a weasel. Like, That's all. I think that, that that there's a certain weasability. Well, of course. I mean, yeah, Mark. Well, you know our history, yeah. Do you think I was wrong? Not at all. You know our history that we we used to argue like, oh. Well, hold on horribly. a second. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. And I, I don't know him as well as you guys. Of course But I not. do know him as of late. Yeah. And I know he's been going through some rough stuff, and that's the reason he stopped coming. Well, we understand. But when that, he was right. here, I, I don't. Mean, I uh, don't know. You know. I, okay. Okay. I'm just giving him the benefit that I. You know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah but I'll, just, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Dave. What, why I'm bringing this up is because D sent me a note uh, this morning, and he said, uh, and it was simply, I ran into your buddy at Grand Havana. Oh yeah. boy, okay. So I'm thinking if he can, you know, if he can visit Grand Havana, yeah, the okay. private cigar lounge in Beverly Hills, then he, he can get away. Something's up. Well, I don't, you know. Because I know there are personal things and so on in his life and that are legit. <laughs> but Well, from what I hear, it was a couple of suicides and attempted and all that stuff. But Yeah. Yeah, you're right. If he's going... You answered the question. If he's yeah, going and, out, if then... the, and if this dude is attempting suicide, you know, that's not a good thing. No, not he, him. He, his, oh. his ex. His ex and the daughter. Yeah, I know, man. No, we, I, I, we don't want to get into that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but... Um, so, I, who knows? I mean, the jury's out. Yeah. But I, but I think... My first notion. Would you welcome him back? That's I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I mean, now, Dave Dave has this seat now. Tattoo Dave. Oh, he's not getting it back. <laughs> I know. Well, so. I guess we just got our answer. Yeah. So yeah. He won't be returning. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I like him at the poker table. So this is uh, so this is Rick. Yeah, he probably got sick of losing his ass at <laughs> poker after uh, Outlaw Radio. He did lose, uh, and I don't, I don't blame him. You know, uh, you, you either really are into playing poker and sort of understand the fundamentals, or you're still just sort of a gambler and you know what the best hand is, but you know you don't know what everyone else at the table has. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I let Dave uh, run all over me last night, man. You did. Thank yeah. you for that. You're and then, welcome. Uh, You're welcome. Are we getting into that last night a little bit or no? Well, I mean, make it quick. So well, I just, well, you know, I, I realized, well, you know me, I have to work on Saturday morning, which which blows. So it doesn't. So I'm always feeling rushed at that Friday night poker. I want to say poker league that we have, whatever it's called. But well, it's uh, a tur- it's a once a month tournament. Yeah, and it's like a league. It's all the same guys, and we we point off each other and whatever. But uh, do you have bowling shirts? Tor- towards the end, <laughs> towards the end, you know, I had I had I had ace nine suited. Several times kept folding it, and Mark raised pre-flop, and I had built my stack back, you know, pretty considerably right. from where I was. Yeah, and I just decided, you know what, it's been coming, clubs are coming, and I just shoved all in. And but as it, you know, I thought about it. I actually thought about it because it, the, the points meant more to Mark than they did to me because well, I'm yeah. still I'm still in the losers lounge. Right, right. So if I win, I win. If not, good, go Mark. And and it worked out for him, which is great, which I'm I'm happy about. Well, and congratulations, uh, Mark. Yeah. So did yeah. you hand it to him? You're, Basically, you're saying- I mean, I, I I shoved all in. Mark called. He had pocket. Oh. Oh, and they, and they I up. see. Yeah, so you didn't like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, you it. can't do that. But I mean, I you know. I get it. Yeah, I put some thought into. So you're it welcome there, Boyer. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. 
and he put my chips to good use, as did uh, yeah. Big Ralph last month. Yeah, I mean, and by the way, I'm already in the uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm already in the tournament. But it would it would you know, I I like to win. I mean, I am a competitive sort. But but I thought you know, Dave has bad luck here. Yeah, and you were, you were definitely good to me. And of course, and of course, I should have called with with Jack Jack. Yeah, of course, he goes all in. Of course, I mean, and and I was sort of short stacked. Of course, I should have gone in. But I said, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't need Dave to be pissed again. So you folded. Your pocket jacks? He did. I did. He I did. Po- I had pocket wow. nines. He yeah. had pocket jacks, and he he ended up flopping a set of jacks. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Son yeah. of a gun. Yeah. yeah, a lot of humanitarians last night. <laughs> Good stuff. But I like to think that I I return and throw it back to. So. Yeah, I, I I think you do. That's why you're sitting in the formerly uh, Ralph Odierna seat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is uh, when we used to have answering machines. This is uh, Rick D's message when. A morning show debuted, a radio morning show <laughs> debuted here in Los Angeles. And I, I don't want any indication of who this morning show is. Mark. But no, but yeah, or anyone. No, no, if but anybody's going to spill it, Mark. No, be the no, I, I mean this sincerely. Um, because, you know, Rick might be, I doubt he'll be pissed, but I, I, don't, I, I don't need him to be pissed. And he left this as a confidential uh, message for me on my answer machine, which is why I'm going to play it. But it's a real quick one, and it's after the debut, the debut of this morning radio show in Los Angeles. And this is the message Rick D's left for me. Wow. Is that the worst show you've ever heard? <laughs> so I'll let you, you know, come up with your own notions as to what show that could be. But Yeah, and guess what? He, he would have no reason to be upset about you playing that because it doesn't give away anything. Well, as long as I don't give away who, the, who was hosting the show. But it is a guy that I mentioned on this show, and I, I'm not a big fan. But I'm not going to tell you who it is, but uh, Rick left this message. Matt. Wow. Is that the worst show you've ever heard? <laughs> and then he continued with... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a funny guy. Uh, he is a funny guy. Rick's always been a funny guy. Oh, yeah. We were in uh, Mark, C.G. Boyer, and I last Sunday. We're in the humidor over at Vendome in uh, Toluca Lake, uh, which is... a uh, an area of California, you know, very upscale to local lake. It's, well, yeah, uh, celebrities, a lot of celebrities. And it's, it's a nice area. It's a very nice area. It's yeah, a place that I should have moved when I first came out here. But whatever. You know, it's water under the bridge. And uh, we're in, this, in the humidor. And the humidor manager, who is stocking cigars and so on, we start, you know, he'll ask, so what are you looking for? I say, I, I got it. And he turns me on to some cigars and so on. And it turns out, you know, he, he's a nice guy, but sort of a big know-it-all. And then he says, yeah, uh, Rick Dees was in here the other day, and, uh, and he promised me a great cigar. And, and I said, well, what was it? He said, I don't know. I haven't received it yet. So... On Rick's second visit to the humidor, boy, this is the Rick D show all of a sudden. Eh, whatever. Yeah. You know, he deserves it, man. He put a lot of time and, uh, and by the way, uh, deserves all credibility because he's, he truly is a radio entertainer. And I have no reason to kiss his ass. I mean, please understand that. Maybe just the opposite. Yeah, but you love him. I do. Yeah, I do. Plus, he is, but, a, he but, is an icon. You know, yeah. but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be talking about him if the guy 
didn't have the talent to back it up. I, I appreciate talent in the business. It's few and far between these days, man. So we're in a humidor, and, and he said, well, he said the second time he came back, and he mentioned the cigar again, but he still didn't have the cigar, and the humidor manager said, Rick, what about that cigar? So the humidor manager brought it up, and Rick said, oh, wow, um, you know, um, mm. And so he leaves the humidor. He comes back about an hour later with a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle 25. Wow. And pours Pappy for the humidor manager, the owner of the joint, and a couple other guys. So that was his... I said, so what about the cigar? He said, I never got the cigar, but I got 25-year-old Pappy, and you know that stuff can cost you $4,000 a bottle. That's a... Uh, it's uh, an incredible bourbon. Yeah, that's a big pour. Yeah. So, so that... I mean, that's friggin' D's. Anyway, buddy, just thinking of you. Thank you for calling. Sorry I didn't call right back. I've been in prison. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. no, but he has, he has, these has really excellent timing. I love you, man. See that? Yeah. Yeah. Keep working it, baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me. That's funny. Okay, okay. This, I, I, I believe we played this before we went on YouTube with Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. You have to punch it in verbatim. Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. And, uh,. So this will be the debut on our YouTube show and on BitChute and on Rumble.com. Uh, Is that BitChute, like Bitcoin BitChute? Well, yeah, but it's C-H-U-T-E. Bit. Bitchute. Oh. Bit yeah, so you, say could, that three you could say times. bitch and then ute right. or bitchute. All right. So this is something Rick sent me. All right. Here we go. It's Rick. This is important. I have to share this with you. So important. Listen to me. It is a little known historical fact that the ancient pharaohs were buried with their arms crossed because they believed there would be countless water slides in the afterlife. <laughs> no, that's funny. Yeah, that's great. I remember. I remember this. That's, now that's very funny. Now, that's friggin' funny. Yeah. So, anyway, that's these. Which leads <laughs> me to this interview with Cesar Milan, the dog whisperer, that upstate New York Mary sent me and said, Matt, were you aware of this? And, uh, and it seems like I would have heard about it. It seems like Rick would have brought this up to me, but but no. So this is an interview with Caesar Milan. Enjoy. You don't see Labradors in the hood. You see Rottweilers, Pitbulls, German Shepherds. So Inglewood and South Central is the hood. And and so I started. By the way, is that even politically correct these days? To call it the hood. To say Inglewood and South Central Los Angeles is the hood. You know, could you get away with that today? Mm, I'm assuming know. this interview is a while ago. All right, back to Cesar Romero. I mean, Cesar Milan, dog whisperer. To me, they're dogs. You know, just, just they were just Rottweiler. But to me, I saw, I seen a dog. So I started walking, walking, and people start paying attention to that. You know, and uh, I don't know if you remember, but it was a, a radio show. Uh, it was called Rick D's in the morning. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So I love Rick because uh, I love his his uh, English. It wasn't like uh, like if you would listen to. Um, one one five point nine, you know, like uh, okay, that was that was power one oh six here in L A. Oh yeah, you know, and everyone's down with it, and they did with it, 
right? Yeah, I mean that's that was the format, and it's like hip hop. Yeah, a lot of OG, a lot of old school. <laughs> that's Power 106. So I love the way I love his honesty. This Caesar Romero, I mean Milan, uh, dog whisperer. I love that he's saying, you know, I, I really didn't enjoy their English because Rick is a wordsmith. It was a lot more gangster, more yeah, more, yeah. yeah. And so I didn't want to speak like uh, you know with slang and anything like that. Sure. I, I, you know, I, I just want to speak clear. So I started listening to to Rick. You know, start. Uh, the point is. That Rick helped Caesar Romero, okay, Caesar Milan, dog whisperer, helped him speak English. He was a guy from Mexico, and he found great opportunity here in the United States of America. You know the United States of America, land of opportunity. Yeah, the land of um, of opportunity, <laughs> and the left hates. This land of opportunity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, that's what we're talking about. So, Cesar Romero, uh, congratulations on that Joker thing. On, no, he wasn't the Joker. He was the Riddler on Batman. Yeah. He yeah. was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of, we boy, we stayed away from politics for almost 90 minutes. I that's think, crazy. I think that's a new record here yeah. on, on Outlaw Radio. I want to rip the heart out of the chest of those who vote for the Libertarian Party, for anyone running as a Libertarian, I want to rip your heart out and eat it, oh. you dumb asses. See, you are what is wrong with America. And I hearken back to someone I love dearly, Uncle Dick. Uncle Dick Nelson in, uh, I might as well give his address now, in, in Dayton, Nevada, down Six Mile Canyon from Virginia City in northern Nevada. <clears throat> he, he couldn't vote for Trump because he's an old school Democrat, but he voted for that idiot stick libertarian. And at that time, I said, well, at least you didn't vote for, uh, you know, fill in the blank, Biden. Or, no, I think this was before Biden. So who was it? Uh, Hillary. Yeah, it was Hillary. So at least you didn't vote for Hillary. I take that back now. Uncle oh, wow. Dick, and I love you dearly, but what a dumbass. You throw your vote away. Without the Libertarian Party, we would win every election. It is just enough to sway the election. You dumb asses, stop screwing America. If you are in America and you love liberty and you love the United States, then do the right thing. You cannot vote for a libertarian. But you maybe, can't say if you are because they clearly aren't and don't. But maybe in a hundred years the Libertarian Party will be something, but now it is not. So stop being a dumbass. You are what is wrong with America. Mambly, pambly, milk toast, millennial, and younger who can't take a real stand. Oh, I don't want to hurt feelings, I did, but I don't like that Trump. He's really mean. But in order to do the right thing, my friends, you're going to hurt hurt some effing feelings. You usually will hurt some feelings, one side or another. But take a damn stand. You know, I think this is what pisses me off most about the younger generation. 
they're afraid to, oh, I don't really, you know, I don't want to take a stand here. I don't want to hurt any feelings. I mean, my brother Mark, don't you find that? Your son, who is in his 30s, yeah, right? There's no there's no commitment or con- conviction in what, well, they don't have a conviction. They don't believe in one certain thing. They don't want to take a stand. So there is absolutely no commitment one way or the other because they are looking out for people's feelings and sometimes you can't do that i mean you gotta stick to your guns in the, it, it's gonna hurt somebody like you say you in know, lieu so of honesty right. see that that's where we are that in, is exactly where we are in lieu of honesty yeah, let's save feelings it's horrible i would rather hear some honesty see i can take it yeah i can take it i can hear it i can take it it's all right but in order to do the right thing, you're going to break some friggin' eggshells, man. You're going to hurt some effing feelings. I mean, how, how does it uh, tattoo Dave, who is on television sets constantly. Surrounded by. Surrounded by big lefty dumbbolts. How do you deal with that? You, you must stay away from politics. I have to. Yep. Yeah. I but, don't know... Uh, yeah, but, Dave. I mean, but you Dave, to keep your job. You but, have to. Yeah. But Dave, do you not notice that these folks feel free to talk about their lefty ways? That was my public? next statement. Sure. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. It's okay for them. Yeah, it's okay for them. But you, you would be blasphemed, and you could you blasphemized, and you could lose your gig. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. But they are free to pour out all of these feelings and lefty notions, and we're going to get into some of that, including um, climate activists who threw tomato soup on a Vincent Van Gogh painting. Oh boy! Did I hear about that? Climate activists throwing. Okay, I, 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 this, this burns my ass, and I'm, I'm not some sort of an art collector, although I do have some original James Bond movie posters. <laughs> That's all you need. Does that make me an aficionado? Yep. I've really been getting into Bond lately, man. You know, it's the, uh, what is it, 60th anniversary of Bond? Yeah. And so I've been watching a bunch. Goldeneye, I remember that was the first one with Pierce Brosnan. And I, I remember watching it at the theater, and it's like, you know, you're still not sold on the new Bond. And But I'll tell you what, that was a great movie. Pierce is a good actor. Mark, do you agree? Yes, I enjoyed it a lot. Have you seen it since? I uh, guess it. You know, they they run marathons every yeah. once in a while. It holds up, man. Yes, it does. It holds up. And so I've been watching uh, critiques on the various James Bond movies. You know, that's where I was talking uh, in the first segment of the show today on Outlaw Radio. Uh, that we all need something to look forward to, and it could be something as simple as. I'm going to watch an ex, you know, whatever that James Bond movie is tonight at 7 o'clock. Something we all need things to look forward to. See, this show can be a help to those of you who are having a down day. Or like a really bad day where you're thinking about offing yourself. Mm-mm. No, no, and I say that with all sincerity. Yeah. So for you, with that notion... Come up with something to look forward to. I mean, don't you like to eat something? I mean, see, Mark C.G. Boyer never has a bad day because there's always something in a potato chip bag. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, Here, yes. All right. We'll get to that Vincent Van Gogh painting and tomato soup poured on it in seconds. (laughs) 
When we return on the big, gnarly dog of broad chasing, meant to say casting, Outlaw Radio. There she stood in the street, smiling from her head to her Drinking, smoking, interrupting. Outlaw Radio.